0: Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds.
1: Halbkasten
2: mit Tom Reimann an David Bell.
0: Welcome to
3: episode of
0: HypeCast. The Show where we get hyped about stuff and or things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman.
3: I am your other co-host David Bell. And uh, now third
0: person <laughs> And now third. Well,
3: we act. Okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah, I'm we gonna, act like
0: every time we we do act this. like
3: it's it, we act like it's Dan's fault. He doesn't know to to introduce himself. But we most podcasts introduce their guests. Tom. Well,
0: it's a bit. It's a bit now.
3: Yeah. I know, Hi,
0: I know, and I'm I'm
2: familiar with a bit, but it, I'm I still have a huge problem speaking until I've been introduced. It's not like a, <laughs> it's it's truly not like a a class thing or anything like that. I'm just like I'm going to sit quietly and patiently and wait until it's my turn. You're like a you're like a, you're like a
0: you're you're like a podcast vampire. You can't speak the, until you're invited <laughs> to.
2: That's right. I'm exactly a podcast vampire. Yes, but yes. Hello, I am Daniel O'Brien. I'm very happy to be the guest on Hypecast in this episode uh I, i'm a big fan of tom and david oh, oh thank you we Thanks, used to work, work together and we now do. True. and now podcasts are the only ways that we talk to each other anymore yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes the only time we interact with anyone is to produce content
3: <laughs> i haven't heard i don't know how long it's been since i've heard a voice coming out of a mouth that was in front of me
0: oh god yeah it's been like eight or nine weeks probably. Yeah. I so
2: think just I don't, like I don't... just as as a as a pro tip, when that does happen and someone speaks to you, don't say, Oh, it's so nice to hear a voice coming out of a mouth in front of me. Maybe yeah, that's true. come up with an alternate phrasing.
3: It's gonna it be happens. hard it's gonna be hard not to be a complete weirdo the moment I see somebody like a friend that I'm allowed to like hug or interact with. Right. There's no way that's going to be dignified. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Well, if if it's any consolation, everyone, it's going to be a goblin. So it's just going to be like a whole bunch of goblins got released at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll just all be goblins, weirdly, I don't know, kissing each other in the eyeballs and, and mm-hmm. slapping people in their chins. Like we, we completely forgot how to interact as humans.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. I think that the... the Social safety agreement has been let's just cancel the summer because we don't want to spread the pandemic anymore. But then once we once it is safe to go outside again and we all see each other, it's like, oh, let's just cancel the rest of the year. Like yeah, this, it's it's totally safe to be outside now, but like let's just let's just burn this year. Let's just like put it off the books.
0: <laughs> yeah, this year's a write off. Yeah. Um We could
3: just do Oh, sorry. No, Tom, you it sounded yeah, like no, you were no. going to get into the podcast. I no, no, was going to no, just keep
0: talking. No, it sounded like you were about to do a delightful bit, so I don't want to. I was deprive. just going to
3: say, is have we ever done a year again? Can we just do a year again? Is that possible? Because twenty twenty is such a cool sounding year. I think people had a lot of high hopes for twenty twenty <laughs> uh, as a year, and so I don't know twenty twenty one. I guess that's that's like the C Lab year, right? So yeah. that's cool too.
2: I feel like we did 1997 twice. Am I remembering that wrong? That feels we might have killed, Did we kill two Princess Dianas?
0: I th- it feels like it. It feels yeah. like yeah. she she died for a real long time. They made a meal of it. They really did. Yeah, they they really milked that thing. <laughs> um, and on, to be honest, we needed two 1997s in order to you know withstand the release of the Saint.
3: Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> good year yeah good year for movies yeah i
2: thought because i do a podcast with our mutual friend soren and i thought finally i could be on a a podcast where the saint doesn't come up and yet here we are it's his (laughs) favorite movie it's inescapable
0: i could bring up a different film if you like it was also um the lost world jurassic park
2: okay i'll take that
0: the Mm. fifth element
3: love the fifth element
0: yeah those those were those were both that that year that was that year
3: it's a good year.
0: Yeah, it was. It was so good we did it twice.
3: Yeah. All um,
0: right. Yeah, I um, think I think that's sufficient. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so is that, I just do, looked you you up. Sorry. I, go no, go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna delay this more. I just realized. Also, we got uh, we got Men in Black in Titanic that year, and Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah. It's a good. That's a good year.
0: It's a strong year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was
0: just and, uh,
2: talking about the Austin Powers trilogy with my friends today.
0: Pro, pro or against? Uh, pro.
2: I think the third one, gold member, uh, suffers a lot. I thought the second one was was great. The first one was fun, uh, but the second one still makes me laugh to this day. There's a a beat in the beginning when we find out Elizabeth Hurley's character was a fembot, and Austin is talking to Basil exposition, and he's like, Elizabeth Hurley was a fembot, and Basil's like. Yes, we knew the whole time, I'm afraid. And then they just move on and they never yeah. address oh, yeah. it again. And it's one of my favorite <laughs> things any comedy movie has ever done.
3: Uh Yeah, those movies are solid. Um or at least the first one's definitely solid. I I do remember enjoying the second one. And then there's yeah, moments of the third one that are really strong. Uh they they really suffer from the like the, it's, the joke repetition. I feel like yeah, I feel like we're talking about this recently. It's also that it was just like at the time we couldn't get away from it. So it was really easy to get sick of Austin Powers to get that Borat effect. Right. Uh, where Whereas now looking back, it's, <laughs> it's quite quaint. It's extremely
0: Borat. Yeah, that's, you, yeah. You, you get the nail on the head.
3: I've also
2: yeah. uh, never seen the public writ large be more on the same page about politely ignoring uh, a a star's performance than they are with Beyonce in gold member. Like we just, <laughs> we, that is just not part of her biography where we all just like, we look at each other no one says a word, but it's like, we don't talk about Foxy Cleopatra, right? We just don't mm-hmm. say it. She was born a star. She was always a star. She'll die a star. This thing never happened, but like she was pretty bad in a pretty bad movie.
3: Right, I'm afraid we're going to have to censor this whole part. I know uh, because we can't. Yeah, because we, we can't, can't talk about it. it. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, we should probably talk about our producers. We should though. get into
0: the producers, though. Yeah this this podcast yeah. has producers. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah,
3: and and we want to give a shout out to them. And we have two new ones this week. Uh, that I, I have the I, I I'm I'm am t- taking I'm taking this. Uh, first one is Law D- Law Donger Pi.
1: so uh gonna
3: be enjoying that one for a while (laughs) thank you thank you la donger the the private investigator i assume uh also andrew uh quote andrew how uh unquote how in a in a real in a real macaulay macaulay culkin culkin uh tradition Mm -hmm. we have andrew we also have asking seven uh, thank you asking. Also, Vincent, who we decided was a vampire, I'm pretty sure.
0: That Y gives it away, yeah.
3: Yeah, the Y is the yeah.
0: You don't spell uh, you don't spell your name that way unless you're drinking blood.
3: Yeah, for people yeah.
2: who can't see the words in front of us, it's Vincent with a Y, where the Y is actually upside down on top of the E, like a hat. That's yeah. how Vincent is spelled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, Tell-tale vampire sign. Yeah, <laughs> they like putting hats on their vowels
3: uh also thanks to reverend md yeah uh, reverend doctor and finally also probably a vampire is uh not finally what did i say finally i think that means i'm done saying yeah, you because i'm tired yeah. yeah uh dracula the bus driving vampire Woo-hoo. thank you
0: all right all right i'm gonna pick this up uh thank you to hp love Shaft. HB? thanks to john Munez. thank you to john. captain toenail Thanks to Wavy him. Rancheros, and thank you to Doctor Kitty MD. Yeah,
3: Kitty and Doctor. Of hey, course. I got nothing
0: else going on. Can
2: I jump in? Yeah, please sure. do. Yeah, sure. I don't see why not. Thank you so much to Mister DNA and Mr. Lauren Cucci
0: <laughs> and Boot Bootier <laughs> Bootleson, <laughs> Bootler Bootleson. <laughs> but I like Bootier.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, bootier. My, my eyes, bootier. my eyes are failing me. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Grumblebee and thanks to Tux
3: oh yeah good old tux um mm. I'll, I'll 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 finish this off with welsowski thank you welsowski thank you to shepherd mulch diggums mm. uh and finally norm norm from cheers thank you to norm from
0: cheers yeah all right uh let's get into the trailers now that we've been yeah. talking for like uh like an hour
3: yes an hour right? okay. okay.
2: uh, i've got maybe 90 seconds on shepherd mulch diggums if you want <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I mean if you want If, if you're, your name if you're is,
2: is Shepard Diggums You don't need a nickname I don't need a mulch in quotes in between <laughs> Diggums rules Diggs is great Shep is cool Shepard's pretty nice The Good Shepherd We all remember that movie That was too long that nobody saw But hey Joe
3: Pesci Yeah that was Joe Pesci was back for It was like coming out of retirement Yeah, there. yeah. I believe Did Robert De Niro direct that? Am he, I, yes. Do I have that right?
2: He did yeah. indeed A stellar Um, cast. Uh, One of the probably greatest misuses of a cast in modern film history, I think.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: Anyway, you don't need a nickname, Shep.
3: Right. (laughs) Well, uh, we should be noted that I believe that's the character from Artemis Fowl, right? Do I have that right?
0: Yes. It's Josh Gad's character in Artemis Fowl. Uh.
3: So take everything you have to say, give it to Josh Gad. Fine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I swore I'd never speak to him again but I guess right. now I gotta.
3: We uh okay. So the Tenant trailer came out like a half hour an hour before. Mhm. It premiered on Fortnite. Uh yep. And then YouTube like like 30 seconds after it premiered on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh and it gives very little information about what this movie is about. It gives what did a, you guys think?
0: Well, it gives a little bit more. Like it it lets us know that it's it's the the gimmick is called inversion and it's John David Washington has the ability to experience time in reverse. Um or at least this organization gives him the ability to do so uh and they're trying to use this ability to stop Kenneth Brana. Is that Kenneth Brana?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: To stop Kenneth Branagh.
3: <laughs> Are they there to stop? I couldn't... He did seem like a bad guy. He's definitely
0: um, the bad guy.
3: We now, from this trailer, can kind of tell why he's wearing that face mask. Because there's a lot of shots of the public like seemingly knocked out. And I'm wondering if it has nothing to do with time travel and everything to do with the terrorist, whatever the terrorist plot is. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, that it has something to do with the air. I... I also on the show had talked about how I, how I like from looking at the behind the scenes was like, Oh, I know what the gimmick is. And now that this trailer came out, um, I, I can say it, call it what the big, like practical effect. I think Christopher Nolan's going to do is that if you watch behind the scenes, as you said, Tom, it's people experiencing time backwards. And I, I think he's going to do the, if you remember that spike Jones music video for drop, uh, where everybody's performing backwards? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing that. I think he got a bunch of actors and extras and like people who are trained in this to perform scenes walking backwards and doing stuff backwards, except for a few other people. Uh, and then he reversed it all, or like did things like that. Like I think there's going to be a lot of tricks of like practical tricks on... Like, I think I'm pretty sure there's cars that are designed to look like they're driving backwards. They're actually driving forward. And I think he's going to just do a lot of shit when it comes to, like, performing things to look backwards and then reversing them. That's my prediction. Sure. Of what's going to be, like, really cool about this.
0: I mean, yeah, that sounds like extremely Christopher Nolan shit doing something like that. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I got
2: big uh, Inception trailer vibes from this and the previous Tenet trailer. It's just like this is a thing that is designed to uh, cause intrigue and a little bit of confusion, and like you're already in the door because it's Christopher Nolan, so you don't even need a trailer to convince you to go see it. But uh, similarly to Inception, I feel like I'm going to get let down when I see this movie. Interesting. Um... I I don't I'm I. Uh, I don't love Nolan, personally. Yeah. I love Prestige very much. I rewatch um, that oh, yeah. movie Hard, every Hard same, yeah. It's, I, I enjoy it so <laughs> I much. love the Prestige. Um, I thought Batman Begins was really strong, especially for when it came out and what the state of superhero movies was at the time. I thought Dark Knight was very enjoyable, but when I rewatch it, I mostly just watched the Joker parts. Uh, and the third Batman, whatever it was called, I don't care for. Uh, interstellar, I didn't really like, I loved Dunkirk, but like, Dunkirk was great. Yeah. But Dunkirk felt like the, the least Nolan movie of all the Nolan movies.
3: What were what was your thoughts on, um, we just did a, we just watched for, um, Insomnia.
2: Oh, I couldn't even tell you. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I think that movie, that movie must've come out, um, 2001 or 2002, 2002. Uh, 2002, yeah. So that was a movie. I was working at the movie theater when it came out and watched it at like 16 years old uh, during my half-hour breaks at the movie theater across days. So I don't... Not only have I not seen it in a very long time, the only time I've seen it was in like very small, disjointed chunks, so I can't really speak to it. Right, so Uh, you
0: you watched the movie like a Christopher Nolan movie.
2: I did, yeah. I watched it as he intended me to watch it. Right. Yeah.
3: Wait, Dan, you were, you were working in a movie theater around the early 2000s. Can I ask you a question as someone who also did that? Yeah, was what it, are your it thoughts? about
2: um, that movie Big Trouble?
3: No, but okay. I do remember that movie Big Trouble happening. Uh, I was going to ask what your thoughts are on the end of the first Spider-Man and how many times you've watched it. How many
2: times I've watched the end of the first Spider-Man?
3: That was my, like, my biggest memory working at a Cinemark in the early 2000s was having to close and Spider-Man would last longer than any other movie, so I would just sit and watch the ending to Spider-Man every night, and so I've seen the ending to Spider-Man maybe, like, 60 times, 70 times. Oh, no, I don't have that. Uh,
2: You don't have one of those? I don't have that same relationship, no, because I was, um, so I worked at the movie theater when I was... 15 and 16 years old so they don't let us close because we're too young to uh, do those night shifts so i never got to to close with spider-man unfortunately
0: who on earth told you you were too young to close at so i was what the f- i was driving delivery at 1 a.m when i was 16 <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um
3: well going back to tenant i mean i get i get what Why? you're saying dan is that uh, yeah that's true um well I was gonna say that I think it sounds like you like his movies that are less high high concept, more like just like a movie about a thing. I so do, I'm wondering yeah. if you'd like Insomnia more seeing it now. Uh because that is just sort of like a movie about a, a murderer uh being hunted by Al Pacino. I bet and I, I bet I
2: would. And like I'm I'm definitely gonna see this movie, but I can see all the ways that Nolan sucks me in. Like he gets great actors, like I love John David Washington so much and I really like Robert Pattinson a whole lot and Kenneth Branagh obviously fucking rules and uh, there's presumably a woman in this movie as well and Listen I'm gonna Dickie. see it because of the, the strength of the actors that have been uh, put together for it and he always inserts a bunch of interesting ideas but I like I I don't rewatch Inception it's not an enjoyable movie. I don't rewatch interstellar. I watched those movies and I was like, Oh, okay. This was weird. This was long. This was like, I, like I can see the ambition. I know that Christopher Nolan wants me to see how much work he put into it. And like mission accomplished. I just don't know that it's an enjoyable movie.
1: Is
3: that, yeah. too, is that too negative is that, is that no, too no uh, no not for not for hypecast <laughs> i have a different opinion but i i always with nolan nolan is it's it's like uh it's like any filmmaker that has a very distinct style like your wes anderson's and your tarantino's and stuff where it's like when someone's like "eh, it's not for me there's you know you can't really argue with that because it's a strong it's a strong flavor uh and nolan i think it's a lot of shit and i think trailers like this is why is i was actually kind of irritated by this trailer uh because i think it's after just all the jj abrams mystery box stuff and just mystery and the west world that west yeah west world and yeah. that whole style of mystery box that i see a trailer like this and i'm like okay just tell me what it's about like and it's nobody's fault it's just like how things have been done more lately uh so like when I remember the inception trailer I was like that's awesome I don't know what the hell's going on and this one I'm just like ah just tell me like you don't don't give it all away but like I just want to know what your movie's about mm-hmm. right. uh if I have to if I have to risk my life in July to go see it I'm going to really need to know what it's about
0: Oh there was very conspicuously not a release date on this trailer Oh but yeah. that was one of the most interesting things about
2: the trailer that I hadn't anticipated is that it ends in like a very uh, telling an ominous coming to theaters like that title right. card was uh, like that's not how we advertise movies that's not how we have advertised movies in the past because mm-hmm. obviously we have release dates and it's certainly not how we're advertising things now everything sort of seems like coming to netflix or, or video on demand streaming as soon as possible and this is just like we're planting a flag this movie is going to be in fucking theaters we don't know when but it's gonna be in them but it's
1: gonna be (laughs) there yeah
3: yeah and that's i definitely share like no no one's one of those guys who's like people movies should be watched in theaters and shot on you know imax and and enjoyed on the big screen it's like i get it yeah but like if we're talking about a pandemic uh you know (laughs) my priorities are different so like you better you better not become a real a real jerk about this uh and just like wait until theaters because it's also going to be one of those things where if if they do it too soon like theaters might be like we don't even want to do this because like nobody's around yet right. or like half the country uh so yeah i appreciate them not like at least saying when but
0: yeah yeah you i don't mind i can i can wait like i would prefer to see this movie in a theater so i can wait until whenever that is certainly yeah
3: <clears throat> I hope it's the first movie I see in theater it's it's kind of for me the perfect like theaters are open movie because nolan really is like like his movies are so ch- like big and dumb and like high concept sci fi and it's always very loud mm-hmm. uh and dramatic Fucking and it's IMAX. like this is yeah it's yeah like, it's yeah. kind of the perfect it's kind of the perfect movie for getting back into theaters,
2: yeah I liked inception when i saw it because i saw it in a theater i don't think i would have liked it i I wouldn't have had like a brief four-hour period where i was like man that was good and i understood it and i'm smart if i had watched it (laughs) on hbo at home or something like that right my other issues with nolan real quick because i know that we have a lot of of things to get hyped about um briefly mentioned in passing his relationship to female characters in all of his movies is just <laughs> appallingly blank. Just like Lowe just has, has never written uh, an interesting female character. I think the closest might have been, I kind of want to say Anne Hathaway in Dark Knight Rises, but I think that's more because she was having fun with it rather than like it being a well-written part. Um, yeah, And... My other issue is that, like, I'm trying to think of a single realistic human relationship among any two characters in any Nolan film ever, and I can't find. No, it. he's he's a robot. He doesn't. He doesn't
0: know,
3: he doesn't I, he know, doesn't know
2: what humans are. do. Yeah, no.
3: I don't know. I've had a secret twin for years, so that really, right. like that really spoke to me, but yeah. But I mean like
2: that's the perfect summation of the two issues that I pointed out, this idea that in the prestige, there are two women who are so underwritten that they can't tell that they're sometimes dating their boyfriend or husband's (laughs) twin. Right. Like that's fucking insane.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, Nolan and characters. He's, he's got that thing. I think I, I. it's, He he wants he definitely wants to or is at least very inspired by Kubrick I feel like and Kubrick had the same thing where like his characters were probably his least strong uh, aspect to Kubrick he was better than Nolan Uh, but it's it's this like like they feel like weird robots to me who are like really into like really cool shots and telling a cool story. But yeah, don't seem to understand people very well.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh and and yeah, there's that there's definitely that aspect with Nolan. We were talking about insomnia um with this as well, where it doesn't feel like it feels like his the acting's as good as who he decides to be in the movies. Like he picks actors who he knows are good so he doesn't have to like deal with that. Uh at least that's my um that's my guess. Yeah. So like when you get someone like Al Pacino who's in uh, Insomnia and he's not given that much of a shit, like Nolan's not gonna push an amazing performance out of him. Right. Um Yeah, all right. Any other tenant thoughts? Because I know tenants tenant's the it's the top, top big town. No, I got nothing else. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to the next trailer, uh, which is the old guard. Yeah. which is about an, yeah. an elderly uh, museum guard, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, just quietly Who, dying in front of yeah. the dinosaur bones. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's like yeah, night it's,
0: at the museum except nothing comes to life and he just sits there by himself and gets old and dies.
2: Right. It's <laughs> it's Stanley's character from Winter Soldier. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, what do you, uh, No, this is a this is a Netflix what action is? film starring Charlize Theron. It's based on a graphic novel. It's about a team of uh, immortal superhumans that have been secretly defending the planet for centuries, and now uh Chimichalo g is after them uh, to yeah. steal their powers? Hell fucking mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> is this do you guys think cuz this is going to be a hit because it's a Netflix film? Right. Uh is this going to be... You think it's going to be good? Like, I think it looks great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good. But I think it's going gonna gonna really to
0: it. be really cheesy and a lot of fun. She has a battle axe.
2: I think it's going to be so much fun. I also... Yeah.
0: I like that the
2: description for any Charlize Theron movie could include the phrase, Charlize Theron plays an ageless and unkillable anything. Because <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, it happens that she's superpowered in this, but you could have just as easily said, Charlize Theron is ageless and unkillable as tina guy's first girlfriend who leaves him for the dentist in that thing you do that's right she has always been this like perfect beautiful timeless goddess
0: (laughs) she is uh plays ageless and unkillable uh primatologist in mighty joe
3: young Yeah, this looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I, it, it reminded it, yeah. me that I think we owe Charlize Theron. Um, we owe her another go at Eon Flux, in my opinion, because that movie was trash. Yeah. But she she could play that role. She could play the shit out of that role. Uh, and we, we there's still time. We can do it. I think broadly, but we're not gonna.
2: I feel like broadly, we don't talk enough about how great Charlize Theron is. I don't know who I'm supposed to talk to about that because like no one says anything bad about her, but I feel like she's just not in enough conversations about great actresses. Am I, am I too
0: close
3: to this? No, am I, am I... I, I do know what you're saying. I don't know who you talk to about it. Like the government or like, yeah. uh... just go, you know, just go door to door. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to spread the good word of yeah. Charlize with you.
3: <laughs> she was in, she was in long shot, right? Yes. Was that her in long shot? Yeah. Yep. She was, that was fucking great.
2: Underrated great um, movie.
3: Yeah, she's fantastic. She can do it all. She really can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that.
2: I don't know. Did give, she her, win. give her, did her more battle Did she get she got an Oscar? Yeah. Did she get uh, an Oscar? Monster. Monster.
3: For Monster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: she probably got nominated for
3: Young Adult, right?
0: I don't Pro- know if she yeah, got probably. for... Th- she, de- she definitely did for Bombshell this past year. I don't know if she did for mm-hmm. Young Adult.
3: And then she's in The Fury Road. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. What do we do about this?
0: I don't know. I think we just can. I think we just uh, continue to celebrate her and give her <laughs> battle axes, okay, uh, to and wield against people.
3: I will
2: say this trailer: the things that were made clear is that there is a group that has existed for centuries. They're immortal. They can still feel pain, and they protect the world. It's unclear what the threat is that they're protecting the world from and now there's another group that is hunting them and trying to weaponize them for we assume evil I don't totally know what the stakes are
3: the world I assume I guess but they'll be fine
2: I guess there's that really telling moment where the one character from if Beale Street could talk is saying like hey are we bad guys or not and the answer's not very clear
0: yeah they say it depends on the century
2: yeah
3: yeah Guess, um, we'll have to watch to find out right have i yeah you read
2: the, the graphic novel
3: no no nope i didn't yeah this it was now i gotta look it up it was the least surprising based off a graphic novel right in a trailer i was like yeah of course it is yeah I don't know why I'm looking this up. What am I going to learn from this?
0: I don't know. I don't know what your, what, I don't know what your goal is. <laughs> I was
3: Googling the old guard, guard graphic novel, and I was like, wait, I'm just going to see pictures. Yeah, no, there, Yeah, there's the graphic novel. Yep. She has the battle axe in it. Uh, it looks cool.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah.
3: I'll never read it, but I'll watch the shit out yeah, of I'm this movie. Wa- I'm going
0: to watch this movie.
3: Yeah, in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we talk about Antebellum? yes I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this yeah
0: I'm bummed we should already be watching antebellum right because it was supposed to be out by now
1: yeah
3: really
0: I think so but it got pushed I believe
3: there's a I try not to think about the movies we should have already watched
0: uh, right we should we should be like we should be like hip deep in some new mutants by now right.
3: <laughs> Now that's never ah, going to happen. New
2: Mutants. I remember when they started filming New Mutants when I graduated high school in two thousand four. <laughs> I was like, man, I can't wait.
3: Yep. Right when, yeah, right when Avatar was announced yeah. that they're also filming mm-hmm. Avatar two. I mean, uh, this. Uh, so the the premise is that people are going back, getting thrown back in time.
0: Yeah, it 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 it, it looks like the Confederacy has found a way to travel through time and steal slaves from the future. Oh no! Well, steal people and then enslave them.
3: Right. That's not
0: good. That's what it looks like.
3: Yeah. Is this what studio is this? Um, It's not Blumhouse, right?
0: No. No, but it It, is. They said it's from the producers of Get Out. It's Lionsgate.
3: It's Lionsgate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got two directors. Um I'm I I now like I should have I I feel like at some point I I looked up what they had done before. Oh, a lot of short films and music videos and stuff. Or or no, just these are just shorts. That's interesting. It's their first film. So this is like who knows. I'm really I'm I don't know, this is pretty exciting though. Like I think I'm more excited about this than Tenant.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's Janelle Monet and I'll co-sign anything that she does
0: forever. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah.
3: 100%. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, also uh, uh, Kiersey Clemens, whom I love, and Jack Houston. I love him too.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're both. Yeah, nice. these are all good. Um, yeah, I I feel like I have nothing else to say about no. This it just other looks, than, it like, looks like people a, should check out this trailer. Uh, it looks there's like not enough to know what exactly is happening but they've given us enough information they're not like teasing anything
0: no it just looks nice and creepy and yeah and good
3: yeah i'm guessing it's not very like i the trailer kind of makes it seem like it might be a little bit supernatural and i'm guessing it isn't at all I'm guessing it's well, I'm, time I'm, travel and like a thriller slash horror.
0: I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, because I don't think they'd have time travel technology in the 1860s, so I, there might be oh. some supernatural element there just in terms of, oh, here's a time rift
3: or something like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't think it's like right. ghosts.
3: Um, Not time ghosts? No, not time ghosts. Uh, uh, no, no,
0: another- no, no zeitgeists. Yeah. No zeitgeist? <laughs> 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 Just waiting for Dan to jump. <laughs> <that>. uh, <clears throat> uh,
3: this next trail, I'm also pretty excited about for Choked. Mm.
0: Yeah, this is um, uh, an Indian
3: film. Yeah, and it, I really like the premise, which is that this woman has these shitty neighbors that I believe are just like making drugs or something.
0: Yeah, they're clearly like and drug dealers or criminals
3: right and like because of the shitty plumbing or something uh she's getting their money that's there.
2: like overflows
3: yeah yeah. and and she's using it because damn right she is they're fucking up the apartment so i really like that basic premise of like shitty neighbors and then you're getting their money and you're like you know what screw you i'll use your money and then it sounds like then you know things uh
0: they they devalue the money like the, right. the government declares that the money's no longer worth anything. And then, yeah, then like the bad guys come to us. Like you got to pay us all of that back. <laughs> um, I got a little bit of a simple plan vibes from it. Yeah. But it looks good.
3: I, I got a little breaking bad vibe as well. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I something about this specific version of it. I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. um like a simple plan I remember that movie being really stressful
0: it's extremely stressful yeah if you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again
3: all right was simple it's plan Sam Raimi. The,
2: the Billy Bob Thornton
0: and bill Paxton yeah bill
2: Paxton dumb criminals yep. yeah
3: You'll, hell yeah was it was that Sam that was Sam That yeah, was Sam right? Raimi, yeah did Billy Bob who wrote it
0: uh, did, that I it, don't know
3: I thought I thought Billy Bob has something to do with this um yeah, it was basically Sam Raimi being like, "I want a Fargo," and so <laughs> yeah, he did the Fargo. It
0: was it was uh, Sam Raimi being like, "I'm gonna do Coen Brothers."
3: Yeah, he's like, "You know what? I gave those guys their start. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna grab a Fargo.
2: <laughs> Let me show those kids how it's done." Oh, I yeah, I'll show them. How I can't fargo. do it as well. Never mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll go back to some horror shit. Yeah, or I guess Spider Man.
0: Let me go back to kicking the shit out of Bruce Campbell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm excited for this yeah. this yeah. looks good yeah it's um, coming
0: to Netflix so
3: is it is this another Netflix mm-hmm. okay good Um, alright the final trailer is Relic yeah which is not, not the m- Michael Crichton one no, I was going to say not the Relic oh that's not yeah. a Michael
0: Crichton book actually but yeah it's not no that is Um. oh shit why do I Doug? think Michael Crichton it's, think it's, because it's, because it's very like Michael it Crichton esque yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah wow
0: It's a Douglas Preston and Lincoln child.
3: Yeah. Um, This is none of that though. Mm -mm. This is about this. Okay. I'm a little, I bet uh, this is nothing against the movie. Uh, The trailer itself felt like they're really trying to be, you know, a hereditary or a or a get out so or they, all those because they all the poll quotes are like it's about something else yeah it's, they, a, right. it's a horror movie but it's about something it's quotes like, that okay. were like
2: a story about dementia that will grip yeah. you the whole time it's like right, just let me figure just, out just about let, let me watch the Come movie
0: yeah. yeah like they yeah they they hard they they literally say that they name drop the babadook and uh hereditary in it they're like with the subtext of the babadook and hereditary i'm like that was just kind of the text of those movies but all right
3: <laughs> right <laughs> again i i get it we 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 talked about this coming where it's like that style of horror was really fresh and then it's going to get it's going to be like everything else with horror where like we're going to get real sick of horror movies that like mean something it's going to be like found footage yeah or like, or like Japanese horror well, remakes, I, I think, where it's just going to be a, a dime a dozen.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of horror movies mean something. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's also a good point.
0: Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. This one, I mean, it has Emily Mortimer in it. It looks it looks creepy. Like it's about like a haunted house with her crazy old mother living in it. Um, it's produced by Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, sign off. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so clearly
3: wow yeah okay that i don't know why but that yeah that's and that uh, really oh it's it it's me.
0: it's a, a it's an agbo uh um production which is uh, the russo brothers
3: oh, oh no shit mm-hmm. yeah this is all this is all checking out yeah because uh, i'm looking up the director now to see if they did any but anything um Looks like they've done a. Eh, it's a, again, it's a sh- bunch of short films, mm-hmm. first time. I don't know. Yeah, this. Uh, it does look good. Like it's again, yeah. it's not the movie's fault that the trailer is making me angry. Yeah, uh, and I'm. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see every horror movie, so I'll definitely see this.
0: And I'm all for people like the Russos and Hall, You know, people who have like lots of clout and success, giving new filmmakers a shot
3: yeah yeah I really
0: so
2: hey just as a, appreci- a quick sidebar I did mm-hmm. look up the the 1997 the relic film and Tom you're right it has nothing to do with Michael Crichton
0: um but I simply disagree mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I I see I get it it is extremely Michael Crichton it is something he would write mm-hmm.
3: that was um when did the shadow come out was that oh 95. that was 94. Or 94 the, the relic, 94. the relic was ninety seven. First of all, mm-hmm. but that was also like the peak of Penelope Ann Miller.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, who was who was killing it? I remember in the shadow as well. She, uh, oh, she's still doing stuff. I just looked her up. Well, so she's st- she's still doing good. But that was like that was like it. The relic, man. Did we watch that, Tom?
0: Yeah, we have. Okay, you was mean, it good? You mean on a movie night? yeah oh yeah we've watched it
3: was it any good oh no you guys had oh okay you
0: guys had a shadow rewatch recently right Uh, within the past year or so yeah
3: I've had I have shadow rewatches on a regular basis Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd like I'd uh, like to
2: rewatch that movie again at some point and I would like to uh, turn it into a podcast so it's not a complete waste of my time I, I sure. need to to justify that.
3: Sure. Are you saying? Would you like to watch the shadow and talk about it at some point? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Because yes. Because because we can book yeah. that
0: deal right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, we can get a shadow cast. Get a
0: shadow cast. <laughs> yes, please.
3: Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, want, do th- we'll do a we'll do a four part series I want on to the talk shadow. About
2: Billy Zane as a superhero in the daylight riding a horse. I want to talk about it. Oh, my friend, you were talking about the Phantom. Phantom. That was the Phantom. (laughs) Fuck, never mind. Fuck me. (laughs) No.
3: (laughs) You've already committed to the Shadow. Oh, no. Now I have to watch the 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 Alec Baldwin Shadow movie.
1: (laughs) You committed to the (laughs) Shadowcast.
0: I mean, we can talk about the Phantom. We did a best bad movie with Randall about it, but I'm happy to revisit the Phantom. No, it's
1: too <laughs> late. Yeah, I can it's never too stop. Late. We're
0: doing the Shadow Cast
2: with Alan Baldwin and Penelope Ann Miller. God damn it!
0: <laughs> Hell yeah!
3: Oh, I'm I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Fucking
0: Peter Boyle as a cab driver. Ah, oh, Fucking yeah. right up the Shadow.
2: Can't believe I have to rewatch the Shadow now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: It's a really good-looking movie. Shut it's a, it's, up. A,
0: it's, a, it's a it's a it's a real piece <laughs> of shit that looks great.
3: They had to reshoot the ending <clears> because <throat> of the uh Northridge earthquake, I believe. So that's a shame. Maybe it would have been amazing if it weren't for that earthquake. Mm, no, there were other problems before that okay.
2: <laughs> It's a lot of problems with that film. I can't tell you how deflated I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> and not only do I have to do a full Shadow podcast four part series, but we're like mm. halfway through this podcast. I got to, yep. I got to rally. Yep. I got to rally. Let's go. What's All right. after? All right, All right. let's do it. Rally? Let's do it.
3: Okay, okay. Let's get on to news stories. Um, but first, we have a few more producers to mention. Yeah. Uh, producers such as Davey Francis. Mm-hmm. Thank you, DF. Uh, also, Chansey Pants. Woo. Uh Uh, Space McNulty. It's a good one.
2: Probably my favorite. Uh, also,
3: name. yeah, it's it's fantastic, That's uh, Captain Fat Strong. That's nice. A, that also makes me giggle. Hiram. Yeah. Thank you, Hiram. Oh, great! It's that guy.
0: Ah, uh, thank you to him. Good. Um, yeah. good I'll grab sell the last cu- on, the, on that name, Dave. Thank you, you. You really made us feel it. Yeah. yeah all right. I'll, I, I'll, grab, I, uh, I'll grab the last couple of producers right. in this part. Uh, thank you to Left. Uh, thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you to Nolan Matten. Thank you to Joshua Back from the Graves. Uh, Graves. And thank you to Andrew McGuire. Thank
3: you guys. Woo, you lovely. All right. Mm. So we got one one main <laughs> one here that uh, we have no choice but this is a big news week. It is. Let uh, me. T-
0: I mean, this. I work at uh, an entertainment news website, so I w- I've been mired in this fucking story for the past forty-eight hours.
3: <laughs> Yeah, so HBO Max is going to release the Snyder Cut. Yep. Thoughts? Well,
2: I want to couch everything I say with this one thought, is that I work for HBO. Okay. uh, So across the board, I love everything that they do. And I think it's all great. And I, I think it's very good. Honestly? And I think HBO Max, I think it's, like, personally, I think it's cool that... Uh, if you download HBO Max right now, you have to download the app HBO Now so you can get HBO Max when it eventually comes out May 27th. Yeah. And if you want HBO Go, it's a different thing. And if you subscribe to HBO, it's a different thing. Me personally, I think this is a very good idea that there are three different services with HBO in the branding right now. I think it's it's <laughs> it's the best thing to do in these trying times to just... Uh, diversify your main hub Mm -hmm. right you know what actually really
0: i totally agree with you 100% and what i really think is really exciting about this strategy is that there's no discernible difference between the three platforms Mm -hmm. i think that's (laughs) just an incredible play to not be able to clearly define what each one what what each one does and what each one is for
2: but i think at the end of the day an argument could be made that some of them cost more than the others
3: (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) Um, in terms of this like honestly I'm not I have I have no anger towards this Snyder thing
0: no
2: like I, I, why not I do have a slight anger and it has nothing to do with HBO like we all had some fun just now I love my parent company very much um, sure. my anger is that um, for anyone who hasn't been mired in this conflict for the last couple of years is that mm-hmm. Zack Snyder worked on the Justice League movie and then Uh, famously left because of tragic family issues, and then Joss Whedon came on board to do some script doctoring and some reshoots and released this version of the Justice League that we all know from movies and video-on-demand and DVDs, the Justice League that exists in the world. Superfans believed that there was a secret Schneider cut that had none of the Joss Whedon stuff that was the original director's true vision, and these superfans believed this one would be good because the Justice League that came out was panned and the Schneider one was great. They're huge fans of it even though no one has seen a lick of it. They truly believe this is the one that was the the one true amazing version of this movie. And hashtag release the Schneider cut had been trending at different times for years.
1: Since like, twenty seventeen, yeah. It
2: kept coming up that people yeah. wanted this this <clears throat> version of the movie that they insisted existed, even though we'd never seen any proof of it. And now HBO Max is going to release what uh it only makes sense to to shorthand as the Snyder cut. But it's it's crucial to point out that this isn't an existing cut that has been sitting in a vault somewhere that is being released. This is nope. just HBO Max giving Zack Snyder room to recut this movie now for the first time in mini series form in whatever way he wants to do that. And so we all know the three of us on this on this podcast right now know that this is a brand new thing that hasn't existed before and that's fine. I have no objection to that happening. But the goblins on the internet ...are going to think, we won! We were right! We thought that there was a better version of this thing that was sitting in a vault... ...and now it's finally being released. And it's like, no, there was never... This this version that you're talking about never existed. Ever. And it's not being released right now. A new thing is being created. And I just... Like, like the, the pettiest part of me is upset that this feels like a win for... ...strange, angry DC goblins
3: right because they they've been on tilt for a while because i think there's that feeling of like i think they're very frustrated because it just it just wasn't very good and like a lot of (laughs) it's it's a movie (laughs) that i
0: routinely forget exists
3: yeah and and a lot a lot of that stuff with dc like they sort of dropped the ball um and it is what it is and like if you're you know if you're Zack snyder fan or if you're a, if you're a Justice League fan or or just a fan of these movies, it's like that's fine. But I do think there's this like like we'll show them kind of attitude, and it's it's like no, I, I, I don't. I, uh, here's the other thing: I've, I've seen filmmakers on on Twitter kind of say like, does anybody want like a three-hour cut of my other film? Because I like I have that, and it's the realization of like if there's kind of always a three hour four hour cut of a movie yeah out there Mm -hmm. because they cut a lot out and they film a lot so it's it's like yeah like he he can probably get this out of it but it will be probably not a revelation it won't change the it's yeah it'll be a slightly
0: different version of the movie that most people don't really like yeah
3: yeah Um, i don't think it's going to change any minds i say these
2: things as someone who uh kind of liked justice league I mean, the the villain
1: who's... Steppenwolf. Name,
2: is it Steppenwolf? God. It is Steppenwolf, put, yeah. If you put a gun to my head and you were like, <laughs> what's the name of the villain from Justice League? I'd be like, well, I had a good run. Pull the trigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I call my folks first and yeah. say goodbye?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know the actor who played it. I can't pronounce the name. C.E.R.N. Hines? You got it. Yeah. Uh, I know that he was the one who played it. Um I, I didn't love him as a villain, but I, I enjoyed that movie. I thought uh, it gave us this version of The Flash, which is so fun. I really enjoyed it a whole lot. I like this version of Aquaman. Uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman has always been good. There are a couple of enjoyable parts. I think they're probably the Joss Whedon parts. Um, yeah. yeah. And just a couple the, you- of like truly entertaining big, stupid blockbuster set pieces that I enjoyed. And I liked the Aquaman movie. I yeah, fucking oh, love that was the fantastic Aquaman movie. Fun adventure. Like, I like, I'm not, yeah. like, Shazam I'm not, was also good. Shazam ruled. I'm not like a yeah. DC yeah. hater or anything like that. No. I just don't think um, the solution to Justice League coming out and getting lackluster reviews is that there's a better version of the movie hiding somewhere.
3: Yeah, this kind of reminds me of when the, there was that brief moment where people were like, "No, Rise of Skywalker wasn't wasn't it wasn't bad." There's a JJ Abrams, release the JJ cut, and it, everybody had to be like, "There, no, you don't understand." I think I think he was the problem. Yeah, um, there
0: is. This is the JJ.
2: cut. Yeah,
3: and I, I and Zack Snyder. Who in the world, has, after
2: watching a three-hour and twelve-minute Star Wars movie, is like, "Release the director's cut."
3: Yeah
0: god damn I was did, it really that long fuck me i
2: i don't think it was yeah. three hours and 12 i was just <laughs> speaking quickly for comedic effect but it was definitely right. over three hours right let me
0: look i don't know it was long but
3: Zack snyder i think i i oh, really no. Two enjoyed hours, 22 minutes okay really it just felt like it just felt like felt way longer. i really enjoyed Dawn of the dead when it came out mm-hmm. uh and I thought, this guy is going to do a lot of great things. And then 300 came out, and I was like, this is really creative too. And then Watchmen came out, and I was like, this is really cool. Uh, and then, you know, then Owls of Gahul, and I was like, this is amazing. Everybody loves Owls of Gahul. Have you seen Owls of Gahul? Quick aside,
0: no. I, um, no. I, I have not. It's, it's okay. The thing that sticks out of my mind about Owls of Gahul is that it is shockingly violent. <laughs> for a cartoon yeah, that does not surprise owls. me
3: that does not <laughs> surprise me um but then like cgi got huge this was like the the 2010s and i think he just got kind of excessive in the way he made movies <laughs> after that <laughs> I'm being very nice. I know, about it's just it funny
0: to, to, to describe Zack Snyder as being kind of excessive.
3: <laughs> he's kind of, he, well, he's a guy who I think would Look, benefit greatly from a limited budget. I think, his, Not as a, like a punishment. His but early like,
2: work, like 300, he was known for his subtlety and nuance, but then CGI <laughs> got huge. <laughs>
3: uh, but he's making, a, he's making Army of, a, of the Dead, a zombie movie. Yeah, and honestly, that might, I might like that like the him last time he did a goddamn zombie movie was fantastic. And this one has Dave Bautista in it. And it's like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. The, I'm uh, not against that.
0: Just, I guess, I don't know. Cause we could talk about the freaking Snyder cut forever. I think the last bit of information we haven't mentioned that is really adds to what Dan and, and Dave are saying is that not only does this movie that not only does the Snyder cut not currently exist, like this movie is, is scheduled for release sometime in 2021 um they're giving him about 20 to 30 million dollars to finish the movie so he still Uh. has to do a ton of post-production because all he ever did was um like a four-hour assembly cut i believe before he left the project so he's only ever done an assembly cut Um, i will so yeah there's like a substantial amount of money and time and work that still has to be put into this movie to actually make a Snyder cut exist.
3: I will, I will do one bit of defense as well. Uh, is that th- the awful reason he had to leave the project. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's not like they were like, Zach, you're, this is terrible. You have to go. Uh, the fact that he just, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I, I don't think this movie is very good. Um, but I get the frustration there. Um but yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm never gonna watch this. Did you guys ever watch the five hour work print of Apocalypse Now?
0: No. No. Don't
3: yeah, don't do that.
0: I mean we That's we, all I have to say. We, we watched the that. we watched David Fincher's assembly cut of Alien Three, you remember that?
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that version. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Um Jamie Lee Curtis is directing a horror movie about climate change for Blumhouse.
0: Sure, fuck me up, right? That's how that's, Yeah. You know, um,
2: Mad Lib where every single blank is thing Daniel likes.
3: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm really I'm I'm all for this. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: no,
2: yeah. we
3: don't know anything else. So. I don't care. That's all the guys, only yeah.
0: information
2: I need. <laughs> Have you guys talked about uh, the strangest strangest that the uh, the first person to break the tragic passing of Fred Willard was Jamie Lee Curtis? There was a yeah. there was a period on twitter for a while where no one knew if fred willard was actually dead because the only news source was jamie lee curtis in like an offhanded tweet i was like well miss you fred willard you were great well, like tmz okay. wasn't reporting it yet no one was reporting
3: it oh I the reason that. the reason why she broke it made me even more confused which is that apparently she's married to christopher guest yes yes Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck, mm -hmm. I knew that. That makes sense. uh I didn't. That was like, it was like, oh, no, Fred Willard's dead. And then, like, I had to learn all this new stuff. She's been
0: married to Christopher Guest for decades, Dave.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: I didn't know that. That's crazy.
2: (laughs) I did know that, but it slipped my mind. I just see, like, I see people retweeting Jamie Lee Curtis about Fred Willard, and I'm like, surely there's a second source here somewhere. Right. (laughs) Anyway, tangent, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that, no yeah, that that's, the,
3: that's the
0: connection is, is yeah,
3: Christopher um, I, I we, sh- we shouldn't spend too much time on this, but apparently Capone is doing really good on VOD. Sure. Uh, it's made a record amount of money for vertical entertainment. Long time. Which makes sense. Long time, you yes, watched
0: it. it, right? Oh, we both did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is it
2: uh, good?
0: It's fascinating, no. but it's not good. I love Tom Hardy so much. It, it, he's man, yeah. It's. I think it's. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone who wasn't already interested in watching it mm-hmm. for the for the stated reasons of Tom Hardy. This looks crazy. I want to see what Josh Trank does with this.
2: Here's another thing that you that you should know about me as a, as a entertainment consumer. I don't like movies about dreams or
3: hallucinations where you can't tell what's real or not. Mm. I I would argue that you can always tell what's real or not, and it makes it even more irritating. Okay, uh, because I mean uh, it'll it'll I don't be spoil it, it'll there's, be there's, there's I, I spoil. think
0: I think you might get a lot out of it just watching fucking Tom Hardy's batshit performance.
3: He's doing a great job.
0: Yeah, and then watching poor Linda Carlini try to pretend to be his wife in sure. this situation. <laughs> Oh man!
3: Yeah, I I don't want to say watch Capone mm-hmm. to anybody because then it's on me. Then they come, you know. But
2: but I don't know if you guys have any insight on this. What does it mean that its release made a record amount of money for Vertical Entertainment? So like, uh, Vertical Entertainment doesn't mean anything to me. So I don't know what the what the scale of a record amount of money means for for this company vertical entertainment.
3: It meant about $2 million, um, which is good. I think for VOD, but a a 2.5 million actually, Mm -hmm. um, for, for
0: a small uh, distributor like that. Okay.
3: Yeah. And like, good, good for them. Like I'm rooting for Josh Trank. Um, but I, I did not like the movie, (laughs) But, but like, I think it's a part of its, you know, the pandemic and people are inside, so I think a lot of, a, we're going to break a lot of VOD records in the next yeah. year, I think.
2: Why are you rooting for him?
3: I don't know. I, I Something about his attitude, like, uh, he's just like, I don't mind someone who's just like, the studio system, this is all bullshit. Like, he's never made a movie I really liked. <laughs> so I, I, I honestly can't know. He's got a real underdog vibe to him. Uh like going into Capone I I kind of wanted it to be really good. I wanted him to show show everybody.
2: Yeah, I guess I suppose it's it's the difference between like Fiona Apple says this is all bullshit and then makes amazing albums over and over and over again. Right. Josh Trank says this is all bullshit and makes Chronicle which had some good ideas but ultimately I didn't think was great and Yeah a terrible Fantastic Four movie, and now this Capone movie. Right?
3: Right, yeah. You can
2: root for underdogs, but they they also need to ideally deliver at some point.
3: Right. Right. He's not wrong, but he's also, like, wrong? Yeah. 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 Um, Someone who I also think is an underdog, uh, perfectly segueing, Mm-hmm. Into the next Ma- story, you nailed it. David Robert Mitchell mm-hmm. is uh, the director of It Follows and uh, Under the Silver Lake, two movies that I think are very good. Mm-hmm. He is directing his next movie is about superheroes. I don't think it's a superhero movie.
0: It is uh, judging by the little details that this Hollywood Reporter link gives. No, it's not a superhero
3: movie. No, uh, and it makes me very excited yeah. because I, I just I, I think yeah, I was just gonna say I think. That's a genre that I would like to see him tackle in this, the way he's going to do it. Right. Um, no, I
0: really like this director. I am into this.
3: Yeah. Dan, did you see Under the Silver Lake? I,
0: didn't, I also didn't see It Follows. Forgive me.
3: Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. He is, uh, It Follows, I think, was my favorite horror movie of the last, I don't know, decade, Um, without actually looking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie and just how simple it was. It's one of those movies where you're like, why didn't I freaking think of that? Like that works. It's just, it's so mm-hmm. it, it, for an indie film too. It's a very smart movie. It's very well shot under the silver lake got terrible or no, not terrible, but mixed reviews and watching it. You can kind of tell why, cause it's a very weird movie. It's not a horror movie. Um, it's about breaking into Hollywood.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: sort being of. kind of on the outside looking in.
0: Yeah. It's like a weird take on uh, Hollywood noir, and there's a little bit of horror in it, but it's also really funny in a lot of parts. It's... Yeah. I've really liked it, but it's a it's a fucking strange movie, though. <laughs> like, I'll put that out
3: there. Yeah. It's like long. Yeah. It's about, it's, it's about as
0: the... long as The Rise of Skywalker.
3: Okay. Right. And we don't know what his
2: take on superheroes is going to be, though
0: no other than just like it's sort of they're sort of like vaguely like it's a deconstruction yeah. which could you know yeah. that's you know, I hope
2: did you guys see uh, Freaks? <laughs> not no, yet I didn't
3: that's with um, what's his name? Emil Hirsch. Um, Hirsch Emile Hirsch yeah. Emile Hirsch, yeah. Hirsch
0: in like
2: full Jack Black mode by the way whoa watch the movie and then tell me he doesn't look exactly like Jack Black
3: okay I'm gonna have to yeah I. I that's on like my watch list because yeah. that that also had Bruce Dern in it, it's right? It's Bruce
2: Dern and, and like doing like perfect, crazy, creepy old coot. Uh, oh, yeah. Grace Park and Amanda Crew from Silicon Valley. It's it's very oh, sure. It's uh, really interesting and it, like a fun twist on superhero stuff or like super powered people stuff. Okay. It's, cool. uh, yeah, it's, I'll check that out. It's on Netflix
0: right
3: now. Yes. So. Oh. <laughs> um nice I would yeah. say I would say uh, let's
2: all watch it together but I'm committed to this fucking shadow podcast that I gotta do
3: yeah we'd shadow podcast first one at a time yeah then we can one do free cast <laughs> yeah um, I should note that uh, in Under the Silver Lake Andrew Garfield was in that I hope he's in Uh. I hope he's in the superhero movie too
0: oh that would be cool yeah that would be a fun yeah. idea
3: <laughs> We're gonna, <to> <laughs> gonna gonna get yeah. Uh so to put Spider-Man in there so the final story yeah. is that uh, John Krasinski is selling his uh, his a very original Some Good News uh, YouTube series. For, like, a lot of money, there was a bidding war. Mm-hmm. Um, people have pointed out. Some Some people are saying that perhaps uh, uh, one of our friends has also done videos before him that was called Some Good News. But uh, uh, what do you guys think of this? I am I have nothing against John Krasinski. Pers- like, I think... Uh, (laughs) i'm a little irritated by this yeah Yeah. i would like to yield my time to you okay not well not because of some more news i mean that's that's one thing but also that he admittedly if you've watched these because i watched him um he admits like yeah i just took these off of other good news sites uh you know and like you can find like he admits in the videos like nothing's original about this I'm just, you know, there's people doing good news videos all the time. This is just a thing. There's these websites. And then he sold this, and he's not going to be the host of it. So he sold the concept that he admitted wasn't anything close to original for millions of dollars.
0: It's, yeah, this is...
3: And that really disappoints me.
0: Yeah, it's a real... Real emblematic about what the fuck is wrong with the entertainment industry.
3: Yeah. He sold the concept of somebody saying good news in a new style. And it's like, good God, man. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's...
2: I mean, two things can be true. I watch every episode of this show and I tear up, I think, every episode because they're very effective at tugging at the heartstrings. And... They're undeniably doing good in the world by all the donations that they're making to charity and just like all the joy that they're spreading around the planet. That's one thing that's definitely true. Another thing that is also true is famous person sitting in front of a camera doing basically America's wholesomest home videos with his famous friends and then selling it for millions of dollars. And that feels a little bit crass
0: to me. Yeah, it's, it's most, extremely cynical.
3: It's the most yeah cynical <laughs> conclusion for this. It was reminded me of wasn't there like a teenager who did a COVID like website and could have made millions because of advertisers were like, "Can we go on your site?" And they were like, "No," like they refused they refused the money. i I, i've i've read this a little bit i'm i'm probably not doing the story justice yeah but it's like that versus this like some good news the point of it felt like it was like oh i'm just a i'm a celebrity given back during these troubled times and then it's like no you were just auditioning like to sell this show apparently uh and it feels kind of like a betrayal because i i agree with you dan watching it it's like it is a fun show yeah um he's honest again he's honest about the fact that it's not particularly original or it's or it's sourced from just things he found on the internet Mm -hmm. so it felt it felt very honest and then and then this happens and it's like oh that's really gross there's
2: also this is a a small and i might be too close to this kind of thing because the the show that i worked for last week with john oliver uh now available on HBO Max, I think. I'm not really sure. Yeah, um, It's a
3: good show. It's um, a very
2: good show. We are very careful. We're not a news show. We will never say that. We are. We're, we're a comedy show that talks about politics a lot, and we have a great, tremendous, amazing research team that vets a lot of what we're talking about, but we're not a news show. We're not doing the news. There are a lot of legal reasons that we say that, and there are also a lot of, like, Preservation of journalistic integrity reasons that we say that. So I'm looking at a quote from this Hollywood Reporter article about some good news where they say, from the first episode, our goal was to create a news show dedicated entirely to good news. Mm. That's not a news show. It's right. just not. Like, it's, and it's fine if you're not making a news show. It's totally okay. But like, you, like, replace good with any other descriptor. Our goal was to create a, a news show dedicated entirely to Christian news, to right. socialist news, to I, I, I don't know, Bat- no, Batman I look, news. The, yeah, yeah.
3: You know, like, yeah like, there we go.
2: I don't know. You like it's. I, I think, think the show is good. <laughs> I enjoy the show. I like what it's doing. I think that the the news element of of it uh, bumps me in a very strange way. Because I've been in this industry for a couple of years now. It, I don't know. That,
3: I, I think it's part of it's this. When they said we set out to do this show, who's the we? Is it like him and his wife? Is it? Um, and also, who's his wife? I, I know she's. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I was going to say, I know she's someone that I like more than David. Him. <laughs> David. Uh, <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis. christopher Guest. oh they're all they're all living together yeah um but there's i mean there's a reason producers exist and lawyers exist like i think this was just like I'm, i'm just wondering who who did this show and it started as like hey i'm gonna do a thing on youtube and like maybe it's not as like thrown together as he makes it out to be you know uh but it feels like it's a like it feels like they're going to get in trouble for this somehow, like for the reasons you're pointing out, which is that them calling themselves a new show, them just kind of taking this concept and running with it. Uh, it just it feels kind of reckless as well. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I don't for the record, I don't think they're going to do any real damage. I don't think anyone's going to be like, "I get my news from some good news." <laughs> and that's why I'm voting this way. I don't actually think that's going to happen. This is just like a like a very minor small gripe that I have in the naming of the show.
3: Mm-hmm. Which is right uh,
2: it feels larger because of all the other gripes that I have with the show.
3: Yeah, I don't I having just researched Quibi a lot, <laughs> there's something that rubs me the wrong way about uh like like rich people kind of recklessly d- diving into these things uh I don't know i yeah, you're right that it's not like it's not harmful but it, it's just like it for me, it's like a sign of a larger problem, uh which is like little regard for what they're actually doing and being like just very confident and just blasting forward mm-hmm. uh in in things that like yeah, like youtube. Like, that industry, uh, content creators on the internet and stuff, it's just like, it always rubs me the wrong way. Right. If if
2: CBS is going to throw millions of dollars at uh, John Krasinski after eight episodes of a YouTube show that was born two months ago, what message is that sending to the people who are toiling away at YouTube, slowly getting... An audience one person at a time what does that what message does that
0: send to them
3: yeah it's very discouraging it's disheartening well the message is you should like, have been
0: famous first why didn't you do was, that
3: yeah yeah i was gonna say also it feels like they were buying john krasinski and then they're like we're getting a new host and it's like man i think that was the reason people were yeah. watching <laughs> no no oh, no like,
2: yeah, i disagree <laughs> there are gonna be so many people who are like oh who's the ep on this john okay i'm in I'm, oh, that's I'm that's signed fair. on for the EP. Like, like I make yeah, all of my yeah, decisions yeah. on on viewing. Everybody based loves on an that. EP,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's that's it. That's I all I that's have enough. Yeah, for I that. That's plenty. Okay, we got more producers. We though. do, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got we got we got producers at the end. I want to. It's great. I want to start. Can I? start? Oh, yeah. you okay. should you okay. should start. You start. Yeah, yeah, you should start. Start.
2: Aussie, we also want to. Th- we want to we want to thank Tom quotes. Quasi-Dangerous Levels of Hype, K. We want to thank AJ. We want to thank Sweet Meat. Sweet and Meat. And Tip Drizzle. Tip, Tip Drizzle. Drizzle. That name made me uncomfortable, so I'm going to stop now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished, Tip Drizzle. Uh. Uh, also, thank you to Frankly Amish. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Frank. Mrs. Voidus.
1: Mm. Thank
3: you to The Void. Uh, the Ghost of Dave Thomas thank you
0: still terrorizing you, us from beyond the grave
3: uh-huh Aaron
2: Burser? Aaron Burser he gets a special shout out he's been around for a while right oh, oh yeah, yeah for Aaron sure Burser yeah. Is MVP. I, like I, to, I yeah. was playing board games with you guys and he was in the in the chat box
3: oh yeah, yeah. He he's sure been with was, us yeah. yeah uh Tom Tom it's you
0: all right you do it. I'll get the Take last home. couple uh David Knife Boot Hinson MBA, CPA thank you mm. uh thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire Topher Bobby Gonna bail us out of jail when we inevitably get arrested. Oh yeah. Uh McKenzie, Righteous Hand of Lizard People, Chill. Thank you so much. Thank you to Funky J. And last but not least, thank you to Pie Guy.
3: Pie Guy. Darren
0: Aronofsky. has been with us since yeah. the beginning.
3: Yeah, he has. Mm. Um, Real super fan. Yeah. Super fan, Darren Aronofsky. Oh,
0: man. Dave. Dave. Yes. David. Yes. David.
3: What? Do you Tom, have, I, I'm, I'm a busy man. Well,
0: right? you're going to sit down and you're going to listen to me. You're going to schedule some okay. time for this. Okay. Um, do you have a movie that deserves more hype?
3: You know, I do. Oh, man. Um, what luck. Yeah. Be- before I get to it, I just have to, because this isn't a new movie, I-, I texted you about this, Tom, and I have to give a shout out to the AMC series, The Little Drummer Girl, which I've been watching it's a six-part mini series. It was made in 2018, so I'm very late to it. Uh, but it it is directed by uh, Chanwook Park, who did um, for people who don't recognize that name, he did Old Boy, he did uh, Stoker, he did Thirst, he did the the sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Mrs. Vengeance, or sorry, Lady Vengeance. Uh, he's a very good director, and he did this mini series with freaking. Uh, uh, michael shannon and um alexander skarsgård and oh shit uh florence what's a pug poo poo Poo. puke uh who's fantastic in it um and i just have to give it a shout out because i started watching this and it's really really good um but i also want to talk to you guys about a movie that's coming out today when this episode comes out oh yeah it has a 94% on Rot Tomatoes, and it's called Lucky Grandma. Mm.
1: Mm. Uh,
3: and I, it is a about an old lady, in I believe, in Chinatown in New York, who gets involved with the mob. Um, she she spends she takes all her savings to a casino, and she bets it all, and she gets into this like weird story about gangsters. She hires a her own bodyguard. And she's just this very, very cranky old lady, just sort of uh, dicking around the crime world. What did you guys think of th- this trailer?
0: Um, I thought it looked delightful. Yeah,
3: isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just an overall very delightful, fun movie that I, I I was hearing about this a little bit before, but not enough people are talking about talking about the lucky grandma. I think it's gonna be a very fun movie. Yeah. Uh, th- I've never heard of it's a first time director. Uh this actress who plays the grandma, Grandma Wong. Um she's been around for a while, but I I had, she I never really saw her much. Uh but she looks like she's killing it in this.
0: Yeah, she has like the perfect facial expression throughout the entire trailer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's killing it. It's just an 80-year-old woman just fucking just being just being a real badass. Uh <laughs> just just uh just tooling her way through crimes so i don't know that's 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 really it that's all i have to say about it like the trailer kind of speaks for itself people should check out the trailer all right yeah
0: yeah definitely it looks great
3: yeah and you can you can like right now while you're listening to this you can shut this off and you can switch over to your streaming whatever and and get some lucky grandma on you
0: yeah, one of your 18 different HBO services that'll likely be playing on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, switch um, over
3: to HBO Charge for
2: <laughs> for all your favorite movies, I think. And maybe podcasts? Mm. It's unclear what we're getting into.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, man, I think that's a sode. I think we did it.
2: Oh, yeah?
0: Oh, yeah. I think we're done.
3: <laughs> we did a sode. It's just we David did. who does things that deserve more hype? Yeah. All right. Why? Do, wait, wait, Daniel. Do you have, uh, do you have an entry for this?
2: I mean, I don't know if you guys are watching the FX version of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh f- yeah, oh yeah. It's so <laughs> I need good. to get it. It's that. incredible. It's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, they're in their second season right now, and uh, the first season, the movie was great. They did a movie. Taika Waititi did a movie with Jermaine Clement and a few others years ago, and then they adapted it last year into a, an FX series and now we're in season two and it's just been so great and so fun and uh so joyful as a comedy writer who sometimes feels like sitcoms this is gonna feel like a drag on sitcoms and also a drag on what we do in the shadows and i don't mean either but Mm -hmm. sometimes feeling like sitcoms need to matter or need to mean something and what we do in the shadows is a great reprieve from that because it just doesn't. doesn't right? It's just, it's, it's just silly. It's just silly fun. And it's yeah. so good. And the second season is it's, incredible. And yeah. I can't recommend it highly enough. Like, and, and that said, like I still, uh, all the, all the caveats. I still appreciate the sitcoms that do matter and mean something. And they're trying to say something about making the world a better place. All that all the stuff that i'm supposed to say but there's it's nice that uh the spirit of like airplane style comedy is still alive and well somewhere and right now it's in what we do in the shadows
3: that is great to hear because i think whenever you see the like we're making a tv version of this movie i always get a little nervous and it's really nice to hear that one like it that it uh that it's that good so I'm I'm gonna have to check it out it really feels like
2: I want to be a a fly on the wall in that writer's room because it really feels like a bunch of funny people getting together and and legitimately asking themselves what's a what's a funny thing we can do right now like what's the silliest possible thing we could do and just chasing that lead down to its inevitable conclusion and it's just it's Mm. just fun and joyful
3: that's wonderful also
2: We Summon the Darkness was fun Oh, I didn't watch is that. that a show? It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a. It's. Movie? A, it's uh, I think it's on Netflix now. Alexandra Daddario um, stars. It's a a horror yeah, thriller gets- with Johnny Knoxville.
3: <laughs> oh shit! I yeah, yeah we, I remember yeah, this. We talked
0: about it on a hype cast, Dave.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I pointed out that um, "Come to Daddy" is out, and people should watch that as well. Um, I have yet to watch this, but "Extraordinary," which was one we talked about, is like a. It's a comedy horror that's out right now, and I'm hearing good things about it, so I'm gonna check that as out. God, there's so much to watch. There's
0: a lot. It's just forever content.
3: Hmm. So much hype. Oh man, so much hype. So little time.
2: Yeah. And you could watch it all uh, this June on HBO Gulp,
0: <laughs> <laughs> HBO Flex,
3: <laughs> HBO Smooch. Ooh. Smooch! I like smooch. <laughs> Every episode they call it a little smooch. Yeah. Yeah, get a little smooch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. I think that's a sode. Yeah. Okay. All right.
3: That's fair. Well, we did it,
0: Daniel. Thank you so much for being on the show today.
2: Oh, thanks so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, I love talking to
0: you guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, um,
2: uh, let's figure out when we're gonna do this.
0: <sighs> Shadowcast. Yeah.
2: Shadowcast. <laughs> Shadowcast.
3: So excited. Who's the
2: oh so. It's Alec Baldwin, and like sometimes he has a weird nose, and he's the shadow. And, yes. Um, is it the is the bad guy from Big Trouble, Little China?
0: No, no.
2: Okay, well then, cut out that I said that.
3: <laughs> no, it's staying in, baby. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> it all stays in.
3: Ian McKellen's in it. He sure is. And Tim Curry's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were right. It's James. It's James Hong. It's the bad guy from Big Trouble in Little okay, China. Okay,
0: fuck you, Tom. <laughs>
3: well, he's not the bad guy. Oh, okay.
1: All
0: right.
3: Wait, he's not the bad guy no. in Big Trouble in Little China? Well, no, James, James Hong that is that the bad
0: game. guy in Big, Le- Big Trouble in Little China. He's not the bad guy in The Shadow.
3: Okay. The bad guy in The all Shadow
0: right. is a much younger man. All
3: right. All right. <clears throat> I mean, who can say? I, I, it, uh, yeah, it's an all-star cast, though.
0: Yeah, it really is. They really stacked that deck.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna. Re- uh, sorry, I have to look up the. Oh, it's the director of Highlander. Yeah, and Resident Evil Extinction. Yep. So yeah, this is a great. This is a great film. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about. No, the they shadow. really
0: set out to conquer the summer of 1994.
3: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've committed to four episodes for this. Yeah, four episodes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They can
0: be ten minute episodes, but. We
3: can't. No, I mean the we can put are, them they're, into they're one. They're going to
2: be as long as they need to be. That's true. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: All right. That's good. Um, uh, 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 Daniel, you should, you should tell us where we can find you or plug something of your choice. Uh, foodbanknyc.org.
2: Donate there. You can find me on the internet if you want, but it doesn't matter. It does nothing for anyone if you find me on the internet. But if you donate to foodbanknyc.org, you can provide meals to people who are struggling right now in New York, the hot spot in America during this COVID-19 crisis. And I would really appreciate if you did. If you can't, I understand that too. That's totally fine.
1: Nice.
3: Yes. I'm gonna plug quick question, real quick question. Uh, it's uh, I've been enjoying it. It's a good, it's a good one when you're stuck inside. Uh, it's 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 stress-free. It's just fun. So people should check that out. Well, thank you. That's very well. kind. Yeah, yeah. Do that. I'm also going to plug our Patreon, oh, yeah, do patreon. That. patreon.com <laughs> slash gamefullyunemployed. Yeah. You can find exclusive podcasts there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Uh, check it out. Yeah.
0: And that's it. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not, right. not going to foist a, a store plug on you guys after Daniel said, go to the food bank. Jesus nah, Christ. do it, sure.
3: do it. No nope. I will mention that there I think there's a sale going. I think we might have a sale, do we? I don't know. They emailed me. they bugged me all the time. <laughs> uh, and so there might be a sale okay, there there I did it. I did the thing they asked there might
0: be a sale on the store that may exist. Mm-hmm. all right
3: <laughs> there's no telling. yeah, there's no telling.
0: uh, let's get out of here. Say goodbye, everyone.
3: Bye, bye.. bye.
0: Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.